Mexico stole it for a drug test. And I was like, that is a little bit extra to make a gynecologist kind of appointment just to still pee for a drug test. Yeah, but, you know. Welcome to the Halfway There podcast. This is our first recording. Whoop, whoop. Not a big deal, but it's a it's a huge deal. Yeah, we're we're sat in Chrissy's dining room. Yes, at my... her little fold up table. You know what? When you are, you know, trying to become an adult, but you're you want a dining room table. You know, I just. But why am I gonna buy an expensive dining room table right now? I know this isn't permanent living space. I don't have space for a really nice table. So we got a fold-up card table. And you know what? Yeah, it's portable, so. Uh, yeah, I'm here for it. You know you what? You can take it to parties. It was very cheap <laughs> at the Walmart. At the Walmart. Anyways, welcome to Halfway There. My name's Haley Salazar. My name is Chrissy Mattis. And uh, we are your hosts. Thanks for listening if you Yeah, you listening. know, bear with us. So, this is our first time doing podcast. Yes, but we um, love podcasts. Yes, and this has been like a long time in the making. Yes. So. We just, for those of you who don't know us, we just graduated from Fresno State, or California State University, Fresno, for those who like to be fancy. Yes. Um, Chrissy was a print journalism major, I was a business marketing major, but we both worked for the student newspaper, and um, we met a lot of cool people there, and uh, we talked a lot about podcasts and doing podcasts. But we're we're busy people. Yeah, and it's school, just, school just sucks up your school life. School was a thing at the time, so now we have a lot more free time uh, and a lot of <laughs> interesting things that are happening now in that our lives. We feel are some things that other people are dealing with, and might be interesting to just kind of and chat about. So that's what we're going to do. This is Halfway There, and it's basically about our halfway point to adulthood. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. That's right, because I don't feel like an adult yet. I don't. There are some days, you know, when I do my laundry and I clean the kitchen and I make dinner. I'm a housewife, pretty much. (laughs) Um, I feel like a grown adult, but other times... You know, yesterday, I went and I washed my car, and I, I like, legit washed my car. I went through a car wash. Okay, well, someone else got washed my car, and a machine washed the yeah. outside of my car. God bless. <laughs> but then I I didn't skip the vacuum section. I turned into the vacuum section. Girl. I pulled over. I wiped down my seats. I vacuumed the carpet. I took out the trash, took out the 40 million water bottles in the backseat of my car. Oh my god. And as I was leaving, my car smelled really good, and that's when I felt like an adult. It's real. But then I went home and cried. <laughs> you know what? You know Maybe what? Around that evening. I, I went similar. We're talking about cars. I had to get an oil change recently, the first time ever going alone. Usually my dad will go with me. And oh, cue the violins. I get in there, and they're like, um, you need new tires. It's going to be dangerous if you have to lift your car to change the oil. So we're not going to do the oil change unless you get new tires. So I went in, prepared to spend $30, and then spent like 480 on all of my servicing. Oh my gosh. It's fine. I definitely went to the car and like, my parents were working so I couldn't call them. So I called my little sister and I was like, I just need to talk for a second. I'm sorry. This is very dumb. Why am I crying? You know, cars oh. are stressful. 
Cars they are very stressful. Are, you can die in them. Well, okay. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, but, and, you know, the smallest thing could make it go from, you know, running to not running, and, you know, my boyfriend and I, we went, we took a trip to the beach, and I guess my car, I found out my car is only a, a short-distance commuter car, and it doesn't like hills, and, I mean, it was making this weird clacking noise, and <gasps> then, I mean, I, was, I wasn't able to use it for, like, two weeks, and it's just... One, it's wildly inconvenient, and it's so expensive. Two weeks without a car is no joke, also, though. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. Fortunately, I had my parents' car. Um, they let me use one of their cars, so I was able to get where I needed to go. But still, it's just so... I don't know. And then, I don't know about you, but do you feel like when you go to have your car looked at, like, I'm on a constant, like, fear that I'm going to get taken advantage of. Like, like... No, it's real, because then when I, I went and I had texted my boyfriend, like, yo, I have to get new tires, and he said, they're just, like, trying to swindle more money out of you, like, you're probably fine, you should have just gone somewhere else, and I was just like, well, it's pay $30 here at Sears, or pay 35 at Pet Boys for the oil change, <laughs> so because of those $5 differences, I was just like, no, it's fine, I'll just get new tires today. Yeah, 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 yeah. They see an innocent girl and they just want to take advantage of our monetary or, decisions. I mean, that, or just someone who obviously doesn't know much about yeah. vehicles or cars. And, you know, but, and then my thinking is, is, you know, I'm going to you to have it looked at because you're the expert. I would hope that you wouldn't find things yeah. to try to take advantage of me. But, yeah, so. I mean, I mean, on that note, we will shout out Sears right now because they did give me a discount. When I, they saw that I was, you know, this is not sponsored. This is not sponsored. But if you'd it's like to sponsor our <laughs> podcast, uh, please uh, reach out. Please reach out. Um, anyway, so on the topic of grown adults doing adult things, um, Chrissy, you recently we were we were talking about doctor's oh, appointments. Yeah. Earlier. And so, caring about our health. Is, like, a thing you have to do when you get older? Yeah, and, I mean, it's a thing that you have to do yourself. Like, gone are the days when your parents will just, like, call the doctor for you, you know? Like, I I will be honest, and this is going to make me sound kind of dumb, but other than my childhood pediatrician, um, I had never gone, you know, to a, a separate doctor. other Because then, by the time I turned 18 and would be going to an adult doctor... I was going to the health center at our college, so I didn't have to worry about going out of my way, finding a doctor that would accept my insurance. Mm-hmm, because it was all included <sighs> pretty yeah. much in our, in our tuition. In our student fees and all I that. I mean, that, like, yeah. all we had to pay for was some medicines and some procedures. Like, yeah, like if... Like a pap smear. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, you know, most people when they turn 21 are like, oh my god, I can drink alcohol, and homegirl over here was like, oh my god, I have to go in for a pap smear now. So what I was told by the gynecologist slash general health care provider at the health center was that either when you turn 21 or when you become sexually active, you should go get a pap smear done. Um, and so I was just like, well, 21 it is. We're just gonna put that off for as long as we can because I was very scared. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went in for it, and I just, I don't know, nothing really, like, emotionally prepares you to have somebody, like, 
just poking and prodding down there, like, <laughs> who you don't want down there, necessarily. Right, right. Like. Well, and, like, to be fair, to preface, when you go in, they tell you to take off all your clothes, and yeah, you're, I, like, in a cold room. I was like, my shirt, too? Why am I going to take I, off my I shirt? I said that, too, and it's because they did a complimentary, what is it called? A breast exam. Breast exam. Yeah, and so, I mean... Hallelujah, complimentary. Oh, yeah. Well, then the doctor's hands were, like, unsettlingly warm. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we had the same doctor. Yeah, mine was oh, yeah. after... Uh, mine was, yeah, we had the same person. Scarf of China's. But, well, like... <laughs> um, anyways. Yeah, yeah, but her hands were really warm, and it was kind of weird, because uh, she's just, you know... And they do it, like, in a circular motion from, like... About, like, your clavicle. They do, like, your armpit, too. Check your lymph nodes and all that jazz. Um... Yeah, but I don't know, it's a very vulnerable state to be in, because you're, you're literally sitting there, but naked, unclothed, <laughs> and, I mean, waiting for someone to walk in and yeah. then examine you, and it's just an odd thing, and I feel like a lot of times, like, we're told not to really, like, talk about our bodies and, like, mm-hmm. like how they work and how they function. And then they ask you, you know, are you sexually active, and you're just like, I don't that question <laughs> because it's something that you can't talk about like right it's a taboo subject yeah first you know every day yeah and societal pressures will tell you like well now and, and now there is like a, an awakening almost where it is more comfortable to talk about mm-hmm. um i mean like you have like card games that are a lot more open about talking about it and whatnot, and so it's kind of, it's interesting to see the conversation shifting, and I mean, it's still awkward to talk about, because, you know. Well, it's also interesting, because, you know, the whole, like, sexual innuendo, and, like, the that's what she said, and all those types of things, I feel like those are, quote-unquote, okay to talk about, but when it comes to, like, talking about, like, your reproductive systems, Mm -hmm. and, like, how, like, the anatomy part actually works, and it's not, like, a like, the pleasurable side, or, like, the, yeah. the emotional side, it's, like, how the actual physical state of it all works, I feel like that's still taboo, like, you know. Well, what's amazing, like, I don't know if you remember, there was a tweet that was circulating around Twitter, um, like, a year ago or something, and it was a girl who took a picture of the inside of her underwear, and said, you know, oh, if you have a healthy vagina, your underwear should always look like this, implying that if you have any sort of discharge that your vagina's not healthy. Right. But, but that's in actuality, your vagina is meant to clean itself, and it's completely normal to have some kind of discharge, and it also shows where you're at in your cycle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So... There's lots of factors that play into it. And yeah. I, so it's just... It's interesting. But do you want to tell us a little bit more about your experience? Or um, shall we move on? Or? You know, I'll touch on it because I <clears throat> did write a blog post about it, which we will have on our website as well, mm-hmm. which we will link to this. Um, but, you know, I'll tell you, at the end of it, I, like, I went through it fairly easily. It was really fast. It was easy. The doctor was nice, and she t- explained, you know, everything that she was doing before she did it, which was good, because I was very obviously uncomfortable um, with the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, at the end of it, I sat up really, like, not really fast, but, you know, I sat up, and I was like, oh, my God, it's done and then all of a sudden I was lightheaded, and I had, like, a, a lot of anxiety out of nowhere, and I felt like I was going to pass out, and, like, almost started crying, and she was like, okay, just lay back down, and then a nurse came in and, like, checked on me and was like, are you okay? And I was like, 
yeah, I'm fine. Like, pretending I didn't just cry a little bit. And it's like, I don't even really understand exactly why I reacted like that. Like, I think a mixture of it was, you know, the foreign, you know, concept of a pap smear, of things going into my body, and, you know, the, the fear of what the results could potentially be, and then also, you know, understanding that it's important to check out my body. You know, it's something that I didn't really talk about a lot, like, in my family. Like, we don't really talk about, right? you know, like, other than explaining you know, what a period is, that was the most briefing really that I had on, you know, the female reproductive system. Mm -hmm. And so it was just like different for me and just, I just had this weird emotional reaction to, you know, feeling good about taking care of myself and also like scared of the results until I got them. Right. Which I'm normal, if you're wondering. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's, I don't know, I think it's, I don't know, I think it's just an odd situation to be in, and, like, I okay, grew up in a family where I didn't really, we didn't really talk about that kind of thing either, it was more just talking about, like, your period, yeah. and, like, obviously, you, you know, the talk of where babies come from, but... Oh, uh, we did not have that in my house. Oh, you know? No, the only way that, actually, I was telling my boyfriend this the other day, too, I had no idea what it was until my friend did the hand gesture you know, with the index finger and the closed fist. Wow. And I had no, and then it literally made sense, and I was like, oh, it goes in. Hmm. Oh, I didn't get it. Like, I did not get it. Oh. Because my parents never told me. They still have never told me. I see. <laughs> did you ever get the book that you had to read? It was like the, the body book. The Girl book? Or something, it was like called yeah. the body book. I didn't, I didn't get it, but I had a friend who had it. So yeah, knew. I got that in <sighs> junior high, and then that explained a couple things. And then when you go to school, obviously, on that tradition. you're, no. <laughs> But when you go to school, like, you, you, you know, you hear about things, and it gets more into that, you know, the, the that's what she said, the innuendo side oh, of things, and yeah. then, so, I don't know, that's, that's interesting. There was, yeah, like, I didn't even know what a period was till I was, like, nine or ten, because girls were talking about it, and I asked my mom, and she explained it to me, and then when I was, like, thirteen, I had a friend come up to me, um, when we were, like, just walking in a field, like, at recess or something, and she said, yeah, Chrissy, there was a rumor going around about you that you got your period in, like, third grade. Oh, my God. And I was like, cool. Like, what kind of <laughs> rumor is that? I know. I'm like, why are you going to tell me about this five years later? <laughs> I don't even, I didn't even know what a period was. No. <laughs> and why is that a thing to start a rumor about? I know. And, like, I never heard it, so <laughs> I hopefully didn't spread that much. If it did, um, that's no one's business but mine. But, yeah. But I guess thanks for looking out, ladies, in case I needed any feminine products feminine products yeah ladies are real ones when it when it comes to feminine products yeah um but so you were mentioning that um before you mentioned that there's an anxiety that comes with making doctor's appointments and the phone call I think everyone understands like having to make phone calls for some reason that's such a thing that our age group is afraid of doing like, now, ever since being a reporter, I'm not as afraid of oh, making yeah, yeah. phone calls anymore. I was terrified, even, like, with the first few, like, when I had to interview people for the first couple of articles that I wrote, I was like, oh my god, please answer, please answer, don't make me leave an embarrassing, awkward voicemail. Oh, see, I wanted, I wanted the voicemail. Oh. I felt less stressed, have, like, yeah. doing a voicemail than 
I would always be like, don't pick up, don't pick <laughs> up, don't pick up. Because then if they called me, I could be like, oh, yes, hi. I don't know why it was so different. Yeah, yeah. But, so, in terms of, like, making doctor's appointments, how did you go about, so, you that happened to you at the health center, and then you recently yeah. had another doctor's appointment. So, so since then, when, obviously, when I was at Fresno State, um, well, to give you a little background, I've been on birth control since I was 17 years old, I was a senior in high school, because I had started Accutane, uh, which is an acne treatment that we should get into in another episode, because that's an interesting story, but for another day. Um, so, but one of the requirements while you're on that, um, medication is that you're on different forms of birth control. So my first form was abstinence and my, <laughs> I know, which is ridiculous. That's a form of birth control apparently. Um, and then my second choice, um, was going to be condoms, but they said, you know, if you should get pregnant, like whether it's from assault or anything, um, we are not held liable. So my parents were like, no, you're going to go on the pill. Um, and it continues to, the hormones, you know, regulated in your body, you know, continues to help with your skin, even when I'm, I've been done with Accutane for several years now. Um, so I needed to renew my birth control subscription, or prescription, not subscription. (laughs) (laughs) And so I had to call a gynecologist, um, outside of the, the university health center, and I was very nervous going into it. Didn't really know what to expect. And when I get there, it was a really nice place. Um, I told them my insurance information over the phone, and they were like, oh, yeah, there's going to be, like, no co-pays or anything. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> like, thank you, <laughs> mom and dad, because, you know, good looking out. So um, so I went in, and I check in, and I sign in, and the receptionist tells me um, that they need a urine sample, which <sighs> I was very confused by because I was like, this, I don't. Okay, and I, my sister, my little sister actually sees a gynecologist also for birth control, but because her periods are crazy. So um, she, I, I texted her and asked, and I was like, yo, do you have to pee in a cup every time you go? And she's like, yeah, usually, because if you're pregnant, then the doctor can be held liable. And I was like, okay. So I go into the, the bathroom, and it's like a, a little, tiny little bathroom, you know, and it has this little um, cabinet with, like, extra toilet paper, which is nice, because that's a real fear that I'm going to run out in a public restroom. <laughs> and they have this little basket sitting on top of the cabinet that has a bunch of, like, plastic Dixie cups and a Sharpie and little sanitizing wipes and no lids, might I add. <sighs> which is very weird. Can I just say, when I think of Dixie cups, I think of the ones when we were little kids that have the animals on them. Yeah. Did you pee into one of those? No, it didn't have animals oh. on it, but essentially the same thing. Oh, okay. But it didn't have, like, the waxy coating or anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, so I pee in the cup, and I didn't know where to put it at first, because <laughs> she didn't tell me where to put it. But luckily, I used my uh, deduction skills, and there was a little door right by the sink where there's a little cabinet built into the wall, so you just put your little sample in there. Um, you close it, and you're good to go. So I wash my hands, like, literally. And then I go to put the, my little sample in. And when I open the little door, there's two other cups of pee in there. No lids. No lids. And their names are written on them. And it just feels like a personal violation. Like, I'm intruding. I don't know. And I just kept thinking, like, you know, did I... I had to think about, like, my compared to my, my amount of pee, did I put too much or too little <laughs> compared to their samples? Did you look? Oh, yeah. You could see they were, they were like, see-through cups. Oh. And so oh. I could see how much I had a middle amount. 
compared to the other two samples. <laughs> so I was like, oh, good. But I just kept, <laughs> I just kept thinking, you know, if somebody else had to come in here and pee after me, they could, they could have hypothetically just taken somebody else's sample and poured it into their own cup with their name. <gasps> oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. They just steal stealing my pee. your pee's identity. Yeah, and my little sister was I because I told her that happened, you know, and she said, "Oh my gosh, they could have stolen it for a drug test." <laughs> and I was like, "That is a little bit extra to make a gynecologist appointment just to steal pee for a drug test." Yeah, that is but, extra. But you know, wow. Yeah. Wow. It was special. And then I went into the appointment and we discussed my different. I I'm on the pill. Um, and I just wanted to go on a different pill, so I am currently taking Lolo Estrin. Ooh, estrogen? Lolo Estrogen? I don't know. Lolo. You probably have seen the commercials on Hulu. I know I did. <laughs> Again, non-sponsored. Non-sponsored. I've only been taking it for three weeks now, so we'll see if I like it. I'll let you know. Or not. Personal. <laughs> but, but yeah, so... You talking about your pap smear, <laughs> but whether you like I just it or told not, you about her, the doctor's warm hands. So like, <laughs> Don't even have to say on this oh one. Oh my gosh. Anyway, but yeah, so that was one of the interesting um, challenges about being an adult this yeah. this past month. Yeah. So, yeah, I it's well, I recently yeah. this wasn't even a challenge. It was just something that was different. Um, I recently opened a new bank account, and to preface, I've had a bank account since I was, I believe, a senior in high school, I want to say, but me and Chrissy both grew up in Hanford, which is a small town, 45 minutes away from, it's not actually small anymore, compared to like Corcoran. I mean, I was watching Twin Peaks, and the population of that town is 51,000, and Hanford is, well, it used to be when we in high school, it's like 50-something thousand. What is it now? Like, 70? Maybe. Between 50 and 70, at least. Okay. Anyways, yeah. it's it's smallish cow town. That's what we call it. But there's a bank there called Fast Credit Union. And yeah, not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's, only, there's only three branches. I used to think there were only two, but I found out today oh, that there, yeah, there's three. There's one in Lemoore, which is 15 minutes away from Hanford. And, um, one in Hanford and one in Avenal. Oh, okay, then I did know there's three this time. So, <clears throat> anyways, I, I got, my first bank account was there because my sister was already banking there. And, um, I just needed a debit card when I was in college, you know. And I didn't have a car in college, so going to the bank to get money was not a regular thing. It was just every time I went home if I needed cash or I'd go to Target. But... Two weeks ago, I moved to Fresno permanently, and um, sometimes you need to go to the ATM and not pay for a pack of gum to get $20 out, yeah. you know, at Target. So I opened a, um, a checking account at Chase, and I actually had a lovely experience. This wasn't a challenge, it was just an experience and part of growing up, which is why I want to talk about it. But um, I went to Chase on Friday, last Friday, and I went in with my most recent paycheck and I asked to open a checking account I'd done all my research and they said oh well we are pretty booked today can you come back tomorrow morning so I made an appointment to go and meet with one of their bankers the next day and I went in she was really really nice um she kind of talked to me about the different checking accounts they had and 
I had looked it up before, and she, I guess, there is a fee if you don't have, um, a $500 for Chase. This is this specific checking account. Um, if you don't have a $500 deposit every month, then it's a $12 monthly fee. Oh, to, every month? Yeah, to keep your, so, at fast, it was a 20, you had to start with $25, and then there was no fees. Yeah, so $25 in your savings account. Yeah, in your so savings you account. So you have, like, a joint savings and checking account. Um, I'm also a member of FAST. Um, and so if you have $25 in your savings account, you can open a checking account, and you only have to have $0.05 cents in your checking account yes. at all times. Mm-hmm. I don't know, really simple. Yeah. So when I, and So when I was doing research for Chase, it was all very complicated, and um, I don't know. And, uh, again... I'm in an in-between when it comes to jobs, so I don't have, like, a, a stable, you know, full-time job yet, so I, so, like, this one paycheck, I had a $500 deposit, but more than $500 deposit, um, and, but in terms of, like, next month, I was asking her, I said, you know, so I won't have to pay the monthly fee this month, but I don't know if I'll make it next month, and she basically told me that it, it will fluctuate with what is deposited into your account. But you have to have direct deposit for Chase. So, I don't know. It was just really interesting. If you have a job? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, they asked me where I work, and I told her that it was temporary. Because um, it's just part-time jobs. I don't, you know. So, you so. have to be employed to have an account there? You don't have to be employed, but in order to avoid that... Um, fee. Right. You know, they need that information. So, so yeah, that was interesting, but now I have a, a checking account at Chase, and that was big. That made me feel like an adult. Yeah, you're getting a new debit card? Yes. So, she asked me what kind of debit card I would want, and... There, yeah, 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 yeah. So the ones they had available, they were all Disney themed. So I don't oh, know if yeah. there's like some sort of relationship there. Um, but one of them was BB-8, and I almost got it, but I would have had to pay like a couple extra bucks for it. And I was like, nah, <laughs> that's okay. That's fair. Because two dollars makes a difference. So you know, yeah, that's yeah. So, but I I don't know. It was just interesting, and it's just it's weird to go from. Hanford, which is so yeah, to like small the, town, our to private little branch of the credit union. Yeah, like, yeah. You literally know half the people who work there when you walk in. Yeah, I went to high school with three of them. I yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's yeah, that's been weird. And then it's just I don't know. It was kind of sad. Not sad in terms of like I wanted to cry or anything, but just I don't know. It's kind of that like marker or benchmark of oh yeah this yeah. is really happening you're really not in school anymore you're really not living with your parents anymore yeah in any aspect like all your stuff's gone <laughs> your sister's taking over your room yeah I need to open up a bank account too and the nice thing about fast is like my bank account is connected with my parents so that way and all that really means is that um, they can, like, deposit money into my account, and there's not a fee, because some banks will charge you yeah. to deposit money into their account. I think, like, if you go Chase to Chase, I could be wrong, but I want to say... Yeah, so that's actually not. why I chose Chase, um, because I knew uh, my two roommates, um, 
they have Chase, and so I knew that would be easier in terms of we needed to share money, but even then, just having someone else who knows the bank. My parents bank at um, Bank of America, but, like, shady ladies. You know, that's actually, yeah, no shade here, sorry to Bank of America, but my sister used to have an account there, and it would, there would be, like, a fee whenever my parents would go to deposit money, so even if they wanted to put in, like, 20 bucks, Mm -hmm. I can't remember how much it was, it might have been, like, a $5 fee or something. But then you only get 15 Yeah, yeah. It was, there was a fee at some point, and, you know, now she actually works at Wells Fargo, so I presume she banks there. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I don't know. I just, adulting. It's a I feel like you're letting go of, you know, the child, especially the moving out thing. Yes. The moving out thing has been yeah. weird. So I, I for two years of college, I lived in a dorm, and we just had the necessities in there. Chrissy was my roommate our freshman year. Yeah. We lived <laughs> together for a year. That was the time of my life. That I was say. a good time. It was a good time. We used to go and walk to Marine Calendar Skip Pie. Yeah, which is scary because there was a shooting there, like, like <laughs> this past a, a year. year ago, yeah. But, yeah, we it, it's literally right across the street. From campus. Yeah, and so whenever they would have their pie sales, we would just be like, I just want pie. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like the chocolate silk pie or something we'd go get. Yeah. Or we'd get cookie dough and just have yeah. cookie dough. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I lived in a dorm for two years, and then... The last two years of college, I lived in student apartment housing. So it was in the student apartment complex right across the from Bulldog Stadium, um, Bulldog Village. And, you know, like, it's kind of an apartment, but it has all, like, you pay a flat fee and then everything's included and then you just pay for PG&E. So it's like, it's like a, a trainer apartment. It's like a mid-range. Yeah, and you pay an arm and a leg, but... Uh, it's, you know, convenient. It was furnished, so that's kind of nice. Yeah, so, but then, you know, I graduated, the lease ended, and so I've recently moved into a house, which is not furnished, so I've had to take all my furniture from my bedroom at my parents' house and move it into my bedroom in the house, and so my room was a little bit empty. It was kind of sad. I don't know. It was just weird. And then my younger sister was like, I can't wait to move in here. And I was oh, like, I haven't even left love you yet. Too. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It's It's been interesting. It's been weird. I mean, yeah. Growing my, up. My little sister, we had a bunk bed. So, um, also, you know, some background information. I have two brothers and two sisters. And so, the one who works at Wells Fargo, she's the older sister. But my little sister um, still lives at home. And we had a bunk bed when we were younger, and it had, it was like a fancy one that had like drawers built into it, so it was like a dresser, mm-hmm. um, TV stand, bunk bed, really nice. Oh, wow. Um, but it was huge, and it took up so much room. Mm-hmm. And so she was determined to get rid of it. I think she like took it apart herself. Um, yeah, she's what a woman. But, um, and then she, like, ordered, like, a little twin bed, and, um, so she, like, completely redesigned the room. She has a new dresser. Um, so when I go home, my bed, like, it doesn't look like my room at all. My bed is gone. Mm-hmm. There's, um, a, an extra mattress that is stored underneath the bed, um, so it's, like, a trendle, and I actually prefer the queen-size air mattress because, mm-hmm. you know, I have a queen-size bed here. Um, but it's just, like, weird. Like, I go home, and everything is gone. And, like, I, because the dresser was built into that bunk bed, when I moved into, um, this apartment, I also lived in the dorms for a few years, um, with Haley, and then I was an RA, 
but I moved into this apartment with my boyfriend, and um, it's unfurnished. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you have no dresser. Well, you yeah, have the I, Yeah, I have, like, a dresser of sorts, but we literally, that's why we have a card table, because it was cheap, <laughs> and it was fast, and, um, you know, I know that we're not going to be living here forever. We're looking at new apartments right now, actually, um, but it's just, like, weird, because it's, like, what do I take from my house? Yeah. Like, I didn't have a whole lot to take in the first place, but, you know, then you start looking at your belongings, like, what can I take? What do I actually want? Mm-hmm. What do I want to just, like, leave in a box that will stay in my parents' garage until I come back for it? Yeah. Yeah, or just, when I was living at home, um, especially, like, in high school, like, me and Chrissy, we used to write letters to each other in high school. Yeah. Like, just to pass along. I don't... I don't know why, but it was fun. But I have all of those letters. And, like, every single, like, picture I ever printed or, you know, like, programs from our shows or our old scripts from when we used to do drama and oh, yeah. all that stuff. Like, I just kept in b- a box. And it was just up in my closet. I never thought about it. And, obviously, I didn't take it to the dorms or to my apartment because I didn't need it. Yeah. But then, you know, moving out... And I know that eventually Miranda will move into that room because my room is was is a little bit bigger than hers, and you know she she deserves a bigger space too. Um, but so I, you know, I had to actually go through all of that and see like what do I keep, how do I organize this, and you know I didn't want to just leave it there because I felt like I was just felt like I was turning in my key a little bit and you yeah. know I wasn't being kicked out or anything or you know and my parents didn't make me feel that way but just it kind of felt like you know and I think that's like the biggest thing that I'm scared to go home is I know when I go back it's not gonna be the same oh you know and when I walk in that's not gonna be my room anymore it's gonna be you know yeah. eventually Miranda's room but then the next room will be like a guest room so Ugh. Yeah, it's weird. It's just, I don't know. But it's also, like, on the one hand, because I talked about this in a blog post as well, um, which is on my website. Well, we can link it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Humble self-promo. But um, there were a lot of good things that came from moving out of my parents' house, besides, you know, independence and stuff. It was very liberating. So all of my furniture that I have in my my new house... um, has been mine or my sister's we've shared it um since we were little kids and some of them I mean the dresser and the bookshelf for my mom's when she was a kid oh so I mean it's been in our family a long time um and you know they're small little things but they were all painted like different colors of blue they were chipped and the hardware was all rusty and stuff and when I moved I wanted to kind of create a space that was all my own so I I painted them all like I stripped the paint and that dresser had like seven layers of paint on it Ugh. and that took forever but it was and I sanded it I bought my first power tool so yes. that was really cool um but then I painted it and then you know now it's in my room and it looks really nice but that was really liberating I found DIY to be very liberating and very very cathartic yeah in terms of all this change, I don't do well with change, so. Yeah, I feel it. I, yeah. I, I mean, speaking of vintage furniture, we can pan over to my living room right here. And <laughs> my uh, grandmother, who we call her Vavi, um, I might refer to her a few times in this 
Because she is a queen. She's the queen. She's literally the greatest woman. I can't. So, Bobby calls me one day, and she tells me, she's like, oh, I have this um, chair for you that I had offered it to your brother when he moved to his first apartment, and he said no. So, and I said, you know, that sounds great, because we didn't have a couch for, like, the first eight months or something yeah. living in this apartment. We barely just got a couch, and I love it. <laughs> but um, but I was like, you know, yes, yes, please. Can I, I would love this chair. Thank you. And um, she's like, okay, I, I'll give it to your mother, and she'll be able to drive it to Fresno and take it to you. And I was like, awesome. So my mom, you know, comes one day, and she texts me. She's like, okay, I'm here. If you could open the door. And I open the door, and she's holding this rocking chair, a black wooden rocking chair with this orange corduroy cushion. It's delightful. And I love it. I, and I looked at it. I'm looking at it right now. And um, it was in the playroom, the, the spare bedroom. That was my aunt's bedroom at my grandma's house when I was a kid, mm-hmm. which means that she took it out of this playroom that's it's been there for like almost 30 years and gave it to me that's sweet though i know it doesn't it make you like sad a little bit like like even your grandparents are going through change yeah i love it though i really do it's a very comfortable chair oh i love rocking chairs oh yeah even like the hard ones my my great-grandmother had a rocking chair and it was at their house and then um, my dad got it, um, for me when I was a baby, like, mm-hmm. they gave it to him so they could rock me as a baby, yeah. and I love sitting in it, it's surprisingly very comfortable. Oh yeah, we always had a rocking chair, um, from when I, when all of us were born, all five of us, cause my mom would like nurse and she would sit in the rocking chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it just makes you feel like, I don't know, cause then I, I, I was telling my boyfriend how it made me kind of sad that, you know, we have it now. And he was just like, well, like, when we have kids, you'll, we'll have this rocking chair. And I just, we're thinking about kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to have kids with me? Oh, my Most goodness. Most people. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, there's been a lot of change. Mm-hmm. It's been good change. Some of it's been a little weird, but I don't know. It's just, it's odd. And it's been a long time since we've not been students. I mean, we've oh, been students our whole lives. Yeah. So that's also weird to me that in a month, a month from now, people are going to be going back to school and we're just going to be... Oh, yeah. Me doing uh, whatever we do. Yeah, my uncle was like, when are you going back? Because he went to Fresno State as well. And he goes, when are you going back to school? And I was like, I graduated. <laughs> like, I thought you knew. <laughs> he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy so. But, yeah. Yeah. So, um, this feels like a good natural end to yeah. our first episode. <laughs> of Halfway There. Yeah. Thank you so for listening. Please um, share with your friends. Um, yeah, and if you have anything that you want to want us to talk about, um, in terms of, like, topics. if you're in a halfway point as well, or maybe you're not in a halfway point, um... Advice, words of wisdom. Yeah, send them our way on Twitter. We'll link all of that as well, and we'll we'll talk about it. Yeah, it out, and we'll um, attach our website to this as well. Um, And we are going to have some blog posts on there. Mm -hmm. Lots of different uh, ways for you guys to interact with us, um, if you'd like to. Yeah, 
Don't feel pressured yeah, too. I would appreciate it. But yeah, talk to us. Yeah. We're we're a grand old time. Yeah. But anyways, thank you so much for yes, listening. Thank you. Um, and I guess have a good day. I don't know how to end a podcast. I don't either. There it is. Thank you. Until next time. Bye guys.